Welcome into another World According to Sparky as we continue to explore different avenues of Disney World and how to do Disney World best. We'll give you all the latest news in Disney World as we do this from week to week. Last week, episode two, we talked about Disney reservations and how to make those reservations and the best way to go about it. This week, we told you we were going to attack fast passes and how to do that. Now, there are some people... Uh, as we may all know, Gary Ellerson, for instance, on the big show, who recently called Andy Spitzer a co-host here. Andy Spicer thought he was related to the Trump campaign, but you're not. I'm not in politics at all, actually. At at all. No, No. not at all. No. Uh, (laughs) And and so that that was fun. And I think Tim and Tausch in the morning are going to do something on our podcast with Kay Boris, Andy Spitzer, myself, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. So stay tuned for that, too. But we're going to talk about Fast Passes. And the best way to do it now, as I mentioned with Gary, Gary doesn't believe in fast passes. Gary believes in getting to the park at the butt crack of dawn as early as possible, being the first ones at the gate, and then going to whatever ride you want to go to first and being out of the park by 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon and sitting by the cigar having a cigar, uh, by the pool having a cigar by 3 or 4. Andy, when I was growing up with my parents and we used to go back in the 80s and the 90s, that's how we did it. We never had fast passes. That was the way we attacked it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done it that way without the fast pass? Yeah, when I was a kid, the first two trips, I uh, went when I was four and eight, and they didn't really have a system. And it was uh, when I went when I was eight, it was during summer. So it was oh. top of peak season and the heat. And, oh. you know, I remember waiting for Jungle Cruise for like an eternity when you're eight years old. Right. It was probably like two hours at the time. So. Yes. And you waste a ton of time yep. standing in line. Mm-hmm. Kay, did you ever go without the Fast Pass? When my mom and I went, we didn't have fast passes. And that was what, 2000, 2001? Yeah, but it was January, so there was no, no crowds. Yeah, right. It wasn't even necessary. Right. And when we went growing up, we would go over Thanksgiving every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the crowds, well, back then, nobody had caught on, yeah. really weren't that bad. And I hear now going at Thanksgiving can be uh, a little bit more of a busy type season for, for Disney World. But when we went, we never really had huge crowds to worry about. We went one other time when we had a tropical storm. Thank God it didn't turn into a hurricane. Mm. Uh, that was in August. We were at Marco Island and we came back to Disney World. The crowds were definitely more at that point in August as kids were getting ready to go back to school than it was now. I would never, ever, ever go to Disney World without a Fast Pass again. You, Andy? Yeah, I agree, too. It's just with, over the years, I think you could get away with it like in the early 90s, but just as the attendance seems to go up every year, you almost have to. There's no way you can get around. No question. Okay, what about you? Would you want to go and just wing it, as you would say? I love to wing it, but not at Disney World. Thank God. <laughs> See, Kay always gets on me about, she just doesn't like planning vacations. She doesn't like it. She just go down there and we'll just go as it comes, right? If we go to Nashville or wherever. And for the most part, I still fight it, but I'm not as maybe regimented as I am Disney World. Disney mm-hmm. World, we kind of get set in our ways and we're always trying to figure out how to beat the crowds, how to figure out the smart way around, yeah. as does Andy. And that's why we have the podcast. We're going to try and help you find the smart way around. Because you're throwing away money if you're waiting around, in my opinion. Right. And if you have small yeah. kids, you're going to have no patience left by noon because they're just going to be screaming mad that they're having to stand and wait half the time you're at Disney World. You're not walking around. They're dying in the heat if you're going in the summertime when most people go during summer vacation. And it leads to bad things. So let me explain the Fast Pass because this came up on the big show the other day too. They asked, well, well, they didn't ask. Well, they kind of asked. Well, you have to pay for it, don't you? I'm like, no, you you don't have to pay for Fast Passes. Now, if you go to Universal Studios, there you're going to have to pay. A lot. Right, a lot. But you do, but, now, and that's a whole nother topic we can get to another day, 
Fast Pass line at Universal, there's nobody. Mm-hmm. Fast Pass line at Disney World sometimes can be longer than the standby line at Disney World, depending on the ride and the day and the time yep. that you hit those. So Universal doesn't have that problem because they're charging for it and not everybody wants to pay because you're essentially paying for another ticket by as much as money as you're going to yeah. pay to get a Fast Pass mm-hmm. for when you're there. But in the case of Disney World and their properties in, in Orlando, Florida, you do not have to pay for Fast Passes. Now, here comes the tricky part. If you are like Andy, who is a Disney Vacation Club member, and he is staying at resorts every time he goes, right? Mm-hmm. You're never renting a house. You're never staying at a hotel that's nope. not part of Disney. Spoiled. Well, absolutely. <laughs> but he pays good Lucky. money to be spoiled. So I, I don't know if I'd go that far. Um, so you're talking about a 60-day window of when you can go on the app or on the site to get your fast passes. If you do not stay at a Disney resort or a Disney property, then you only have a 30-day window to get them. And it may not seem like a big deal to you listening to the podcast right now if you've never really done it, but as Kay and I will tell you, we are going to be staying at a Disney resort for the first time taking our boys coming up at the end of July, early August for her birthday because the last couple times we have gone, we have not been able to get on the top ride at Pandora because those fast passes are gone before our 30-day window opens mm-hmm. from those that are staying at the resorts. Right. And if you don't get that said fast pass, you are going to wait two, three, four hours in order to get on that ride, which we're not going to do. The other thing going on is they're opening up a brand new land at Hollywood Studios, Toy Story Land. And we've yeah, seen buddy. Right. And we've seen <laughs> pictures of that. And Andy's going back what in October, right? Yep. So yep. he's gonna get to go experience that. We'll get there before Andy. We can tell him about it. But Toy Story Land is off of the movie Toy Story, and everything is gigantic, and you're kind of like a little toy walking around in an adult's world. Okay. So from that perspective, they have their new rides, like the Slinky Dog Roller Coaster, which everybody's gonna want to get on. If you don't stay at a resort, you're not going to get on. That opens June 30th. So let's say you're going in July or August. If you're not staying at a resort, odds are you're going to wait in line forever, Mm -hmm. just like the other ride. And you're probably not going to want to stay in line that long to go on a single ride and waste half your day. Right, because your whole day will be sat there waiting in line. Waiting in line. And I grant you, Hollywood Studios doesn't have as many big-time attractions maybe necessarily as others do. It's going to because they're adding Star Wars Land 2 that's coming in the next year or so but uh, to go along with it. because they don't, then you know that everybody's going to pool to that one ride. There's Which not... should open up other rides for you to get on. Right. But the one that you want to get on because it's new and one you haven't done over and over and over again, then everybody's going to go to that. Which is similar to Animal Kingdom and Pandora. Right. Because, again, there you don't have as many rides. So... Going back to how this fast pass thing works. So you have the 60-day window if you stay at a resort, and that's the bonus of staying at the resort. But you're going to pay more to stay at a resort, a lot more, versus if you rented a house or if you got a hotel or whatever. And we'll break down that whole deal, too, coming up in further podcasts of which is the better value. So now you go online or you get the app. The app is the best way to go. Do we all agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right? So you get the app. You can make your reservations on there for dinner, and you can make your fast passes. Mm-hmm. Opens now, at 6 a.m. Right. Now, in the past, it was midnight. Or the time the Clark the park closed going into that next day is when you could get on mm-hmm. to make your fast passes. So it's sixty days out to the day. So at six a.m. Because which what, time zone? Huh? Six a.m. Central time. Yeah. Okay. So Our at the best way to explain this is you have to schedule out. And this a lot of people hate this. You have to schedule out what day and what park you're going to each day of your vacation mm-hmm. in order to make this fast pass work for you. 
And I know that's a pain in the butt. A lot of people want to go down there. I oh, will go to Magic Kingdom this day. Where do you want to go today, kids? Oh, let's go to Epcot. Those days are done. You can't do those days. If you're going to do the Fast Pass, those days are done. You're old. Get over it and move on with the times. <laughs> you have to move forward with your life. Okay? We all agree? I agree. We yep. can't do that anymore. You, we have to plan this out in advance. Begrudgingly. Right. Begrudgingly. <laughs> but sometimes it's fun, too. So when you're doing the Fast Pass thing, you're figuring out the schedule. One of the biggest keys is finding which parks have magic, extra magic hours on what days if you're staying at a resort. If you're not staying at a resort, you don't get that benefit. But if you are, you might get an hour before the park opens to go out to Animal Kingdom on one day. So you have to look at the calendar and see what days line up with which day, Andy. So what I actually do uh, to play off what you were saying right. is I actually look at who has the magic hour and do the reverse. because. Whatever park has the magic hour is just going to be jammed of all the resort people. Everyone staying at a resort is going to go to that park. So I always do the reverse. So if Magic Kingdom has extra magic hours, I'll just go to Epcot. See, now I'm telling you, we've never done this before. Nope. So we may regret doing what we're doing, but Mm -hmm. we're doing what you said everybody else does, I think. So the idea that we're thinking of is we're going to attack early in the morning. Mm-hmm. and try and get on the rides we want to get on early in the morning. Yep, that's a good idea. And then play whatever we want to play after that and have our fast passes later in the afternoon, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So we'll have time to go back to the pool at the resort. Kids can play. Our two-year-old can take a nap and get ready for the afternoon and the nighttime activities and then go back and hit all those rides a second time. Yeah, because if you're reserving your fast passes uh, right now listening to this, you're throwing them away if you're reserving stuff right when the park right. opens. Correct. Because you can walk Don't on basically for an hour and a half to two hours Absolutely. on right. anything. Do not do that. Right. And later at night, too, yeah. when the nighttime shows are going on, that's mm-hmm. another time to not do your fast passes. Cause Correct. Once you get to about 8, 30, 9 o'clock, they're going to be wide open because yeah. everybody's going to be getting a place to watch fireworks, getting a place to watch the nighttime shows at Hollywood Studios or at Animal Kingdom. We walked on to Mount Everest. It was Kay, myself, and two other people on Mount Everest while the nighttime show was going on. Mm-hmm. There was nobody else on the roller coaster except <laughs> us four people. And Kay and I are like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. We could go on this ride three, four times. Yeah. While the show's going on, there was nobody on any of the we saw rides. the show already. So yeah, exactly. So you've seen it knew. once. You've seen yeah. it a couple times. Absolutely. Like, you don't need to see it again. So those are some of the tips that you need to know. Now, the other thing that goes along with this is Magic Kingdom, there are no tiered off sections of rides. There are at the other three parks. So the way that the, the tiers work here in 2018, Hollywood Studios uh, have Rock and Roll Roller Coaster, Toy Story Mania, and Beauty and the Beast. And I'm going to assume that Slinky Dog Roller Coaster will be in that tier. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's kind of how that's going to work. Epcot has Frozen After, Ever After, Soren, Test Track, and Illuminations. Animal Kingdom has Flight of Passage, and Nye River Journey. Okay, so those are the top tier attractions you want to go to at each park that you want to kind of look at. But when you go online to get those fast passes, you may only be able to get one in a certain tier. And then you can get your other two of what is left. So you may want to look at it and say, okay, well, if we're going to go there early in the morning, we're going to take this one for a fast pass later. And this one we can't get, we're going to get there early and hit that right away. And then when our fast passes is up, hopefully it'll be time to get on that one later. Right. We agree? Yep. yep. That's kind of how it goes. Yep. There are certain rides that it's not worth getting fast passes for. I would just say like a rule of thumb, even if you can't remember all the tier information we just gave out or don't want to look it up or whatever, um, just if there's new lands and stuff, people always go there first. Also, 
if it's like a family ride that everyone can get on, like Buzz Lightyear, if you feel comfortable taking grandma on whatever ride it is, that's probably going to be a bigger line too. Well, no question about that. And the other thing, like for example, Small World, you don't need no uh, fast pass for Small World. Right. Peter Pan at Magic Kingdom is busy. It's Bonkers. a very busy ride. It's been the same ride since the 80s. Nothing's ever changed in that ride, but yet people stand in line forever. They should update that ride, but we'll move on. So that one you may get a fast pass for, but now you're talking about giving up fast passes for Space Mountain or uh, the um, Roaring uh, Thunder Railroad. Big Thunder Railroad. Big Thunder Railroad, yep. that one. Uh, you've got Splash, uh, Mountain. Splash Mountain. That's another one. Those three are normally your, that one or the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Ride. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. those those are four. You can pick three of those four to use your Fast Passes on and then try and get another one later. Now, if it was me, I think, depending on the time of year you're going, obviously, if you're going in January, you're not going to do water rides probably. But if you're going in the dead of summer, I would do the water ride, I'd do Space Mountain, and I'd probably do the Seven Dwarfs. Yep. And then roll the dice on Big Thunder Railroad if you can. Well, the if- only way that I would skip that is if you only have small children you're traveling with. Correct. That can't go on those rides. That can't then go on the rides. Then we it's might different. need to reprioritize. Correct. But if you get there right when the park opens, you can basically go on anything in Fantasyland for the first right. two hours. You just got to make sure you're there right away. And then the, the thrill rides are basically going to be busy all day long. So yeah, it is a good idea to go after anything that looks exciting. Book your fast passes. Well, that's it. And I, and I think the best way to go about it again is you get there in the morning. You hit the ones that you want to hit right away that you may not have fast passes for. Maybe even if you do, just hit it right away. Mm -hmm. Then go back to the resort, get the kids a nap, do whatever you have to do, and come back later in the afternoon, 3 o'clock, whatever the case, 3, 4 o'clock. Use your fast passes then. And then, like Kay said, once you get to the fireworks and that time of night, then you can book it and get through a lot of these rides a lot quicker. That includes Space Mountain. That includes a lot of them. For the most part, the, yeah, the entire like I'd night. Yeah, like I say, ride time's cut in like half yeah. and maybe less in Easy. some of them. Right. And, that, and that way you're avoiding, there's kind of an afternoon rush in all the parks because right. people sleep in and, you know, probably like one to three o'clock is probably the busiest when they have the parades and stuff, people coming in for those. Love the parades. Uh, so you get three fast passes. Once you use your three fast passes, then you can get your additional pass one at a time throughout. So some people do what Andy doesn't want you to do, which is they book their fast passes in the morning right away, and then they can go one fast pass additional every time. Now, just remember something. Once you get that third fast pass and you have your band on, right, with your little Mickey head on it or whatever, and you get in line for the ride, once that happens, as soon as you check into your third ride, you can now go on your app while you're in line and get that fourth fast pass right away. You don't sit there and wait to get off the ride before you get the fourth fast pass. You can do that right while you're in line after you check in for the third ride. But once you get on that fourth fast pass, same thing. Once you check in, now you can go online and book another fast pass as soon as you check in. So it's one at a time. You don't get three more after you get the first three. Oh, I'm through my first three. I'll get three more now. No. They're only going to let you have one at a time. And you can't split your three between two parks. It's only at one park. Correct. So you can't so, do two at Magic Kingdom on one day and Epcot later that same day like if, if you have you a have park a hopper. hopper. Right. right. You yeah. have to use all three at the same park. Now, after you get done using your three, if you want to go, let's check Epcot and go there tonight. Oh, Test Track's open at right. 7 o'clock. You can do that. You can then add to another park later for that night. Mm-hmm. You can definitely do it that way, too. So lots of stuff going on. We didn't get to the tricks of the trade with Fast Passes. We didn't get to the tricks of the trade of Parent Swap and how to manipulate that to your advantage either. 
But we're out of time. That's that's all. There, we don't have time for anything else. We'll Back do Jack. A, yes, we'll, we'll do a two-parter. Well, well, yeah, I mean, we'll just we'll just continue to do episodes to educate you as much as we can. He's Andy Spitzer, uh, Kay Boris, myself, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Time for our Disney fact to end the episode. What do you have, Andy? All right. So everyone's here has heard of Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, the two water parks. Absolutely. Yep. Have yep. you been there? Nope. nope. Oh, you need no to. No interest. Oh, uh, why? I just don't like water parks. Oh, man. You need to go to Typhoon Lagoon. You're missing no. out. See, no. I want to take the boys to Typhoon Lagoon. You they are missing are having, out. I think that one is having some glow party when we're there. Yeah. I don't know. It's an extra event. Oh, yeah, no. man. No. Well, actually, they no. had a original water park before they built Typhoon Lagoon in the 80s called River Country, and it was located at Fort Wilderness Campground. Oh, and they closed it about 15 years ago, and they just abandoned it. They left all the slides up there. Um, basically, how the music was piped into the rest of Fort Wilderness was also piped into this river country park. So um, even when it was abandoned and fenced in and they didn't let you go in, you could actually hear the music that still was there. That's creepy. So it was just kind of a, a abandoned water park. Um and up until a couple months ago, you could actually poke your head through the fence and see like where the slides were and all the plants were overgrown right. and stuff. Uh, but they closed it, and they're actually going to put a uh, Disney Vacation Club uh, hotel there. It's Pro- oh. Project X is the secret. Oh, there's uh, lots of secrets coming out. <laughs> yeah, lots of secrets. Patton just got filed for for Disney building and all that other stuff coming up to different parks. Epcot sounds like it's going to go uh, undergo a huge makeover coming up now. Uh, that stinks. I know. It's, it kind of stinks. It'd be cool to have that other water park reopened and I just reimagined. Don't, I just don't understand how they just leave it there for 20 years. Sounds like they do that a lot. I yeah, know, the last crazy. fact you gave us was <laughs> wasting a couple million dollars. Just ah, we'll let it rust out, see what happens. That's what Disney does. They just literally throw away money. Andy Spitzer, K. Boris, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, thanks for tuning in to the world according to Sparky. And next week, we'll go back at the Fast Passes again. We'll give you some tips of the trade, I guess you could say. If you have kids, you're definitely going to want to tune in for that. And there's a new way of doing things uh, at Disney with Fast Passes that none of the three of us have done, and we're going to try and shoot holes through it. I don't know if we'll be able to, but we're going to give it a shot next week here on The Fan. Toodles.